This is the Wait For It Podcast. Welcome back to the Wait For a Podcast. I'm your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino, here with my solo episode of the week, and it's uh, I'm going to be reviewing a brand new Netflix show that I'm very excited to speak with you guys about, and uh, yeah, I'll get into it here in just a moment. Before I get started, I want to make sure that you guys are following us on all of our social media accounts. You can find us on Facebook at the Wait For a Podcast, as well as Instagram at the Wait For a Podcast, and then Twitter at Wait For a Podcast. Also, make sure that you're checking out the podcast on pretty much any streaming site you want. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, um, Anchor. We are we are all over the place. Oh, there goes my phone. Okay. I'm just so popular. That's not true. It's probably my dad. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, make sure that you are following us on all of those platforms. And if you want to uh, support the podcast, the best way you can do that is going on to uh, Apple Podcasts and dropping a five-star review if you feel like we have earned it. We also, uh, at this time, still have our monthly giveaway going on, guys, and um, make sure you check that out on the page. We have details of it on all of our social media sites that I just uh, that I just mentioned. At the time that this episode posts, you will have one more day to enter that contest, so make sure you go check it out. But yeah, guys, so what am I talking about this week? Well, you probably already know because you've read the title. I am reviewing Netflix's new comedy drama, Living With Yourself, starring Paul Rudd. And a lot of people have been wondering about this show and just curious if it is worth worth a binge watch, essentially. And I am here to let you guys know my thoughts. So I'll give you guys a little synopsis on the show just really, really quickly. Um, a man goes un- undergoes an experimental treatment to improve his life, only to be replaced by a new and improved version of himself and must fight for his wife, his career, and his very identity. So uh, this is, uh, of course, as I mentioned, Paul, starring Paul Rudd, who really I think is maybe the only person that could star in this role. You know, when, I, when you really look at the character of Miles Elliott, who he plays, um, there's two versions of him, so you get double the Paul Rudd. And remember, remember that Paul Rudd, just as a side note, remember that Paul Rudd is 50. And then again, and then remember what he looks like. That man is 50 years old and looks the same as he did 30 years ago. I don't, maybe he's actually, maybe the plot of this movie is actually, or the plot of this series is actually just about his life. I don't know. Um, but, but yeah, so it follows uh, Miles Elliott. And um, of course, you know, all these reviews will start with things that I, that I enjoyed. Um, it, it is more of a... It's not a Anchorman style humor. It is more of a, yeah, this is kind of fitting a Little Miss Sunshine kind of humor. And the reason that is because the directors are Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris, who directed Little Miss Sunshine. And the writer and creator was Timothy Greenberg of The uh, of the Daily Show. He was there for 10 years. So you kind of get an idea of what kind of humor you're going to uh, you're going to get out of this, out of this show. Um, right out of the bat, you know, you're kind of... You're, you're really hit with the what the hell is going on um, and then as everything gets pieced together one thing that's really cool is as I mentioned you know there's two Paul Rudds in this so both of them play Miles and one is old Miles and the other one is referred to as uh, new Miles I believe and what's one thing that's really neat is you get to you get to see what's going on through both of their eyes so it's not necessarily just told from one 
Paul Rudd's point of view. It's from both of them. And that's really cool because that's how they fill in the gaps in terms of the story and let you know exactly what is going on from both perspectives. And that's really great. So one, the old, old Miles is, you know, just really down on his luck and kind of like just looking for some kind of relief and he had all these things planned for his life and you know it's just not going the way that he, that he wants them to and the new miles it, you know he has the same exact memories and, and all this and, you know all this stuff and but he he's just a better version and you know just more optimistic and more upbeat kind of like the person he probably always wanted to be and when you see these two when, when you see Paul Rudd interact with himself it's crazy because they have an actual chemistry and it's the same person you know what I mean like it's 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 essentially you know the parent trap with, with the, the original and the Lindsay Lohan one so that's essentially what's what's going on here so you know um, they, they share each other's memories they know each other's tendencies and one of them you know is just the better version uh, of the of the other um and it's it plays out very very well and um it, think of old miles as like his character in um role models or oh god what is that other movie i just had it pulled up so think of it like his role models character or his i love you man character and new miles is like his character in his very short character uh, in uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall, uh, Chuck, aka Kunu. <laughs> so those that thing that's kind of like how these characters. Uh, that's what they remind me of. So so think of that. Um, his wife in the show is played by Aisling. Uh, I believe it's pronounced Bia. I'm not I'm sure she plays his wife Kate. And of course, you know she's kind of put in the middle of this. And and it's 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 really a show that kind of reflective on it, it, it does it has the the viewer do a lot of reflecting on on relationships and how you can't just live with the, the positives all the time you have to take the negatives with the positives and that i think that's part. even though i'm not married myself i think that's part of it is you know the good and the bad you take all of your partner and that's kind of what they what they play on here and you even get a portion of the of this series that you, where you get her point of view as well, which is which is very very nice. Um, these it's a very short series. You can actually probably get through it in in, in a weekend. So if you know you want to, you're looking for a good binge watch. Each episode is no longer than uh, 30 35 minutes is the longest one. That's the very very last episode. All, all the other ones. 26 minutes, 27, 24, 29, 21. So there's really not, uh, you know, you, you really can finish this pretty, pretty quickly. Um, as far as, as far as the, the dislikes, there is a, there is kind of a plot thread that shows up maybe three fourths of the way through the, the, the show that just kind of doesn't go anywhere. It, it just didn't really feel like it fit with the rest of the show as far as what they were going for and it was just kind of random and not only that it just kind of abruptly ended without any kind of consequence whatsoever and it's, it's very strange for those of you that have seen it um you probably know what sequence i'm talking about i would love to you know i'd love to talk to you guys about it and see if you feel the same way um and that was really about it it was very very enjoyable um as i mentioned it was and it was because it was so easy to watch you know it's so hard to 
sit down and binge some of these shows because you know they're hour hour and a half long sometimes and have multiple episodes eight episodes was perfect for this and like like i said you pretty much each episode you get you get a point of view from a different character from one from one of the from one of the miles is i guess so how you want to put it and then of course there's the one where you get aislin's um or kate's um kate's point of view as well um but yeah it, that's really um as far as criticisms that's really the only thing that that really really stood out um as far as how it's trending on Rotten Tomatoes, it's sitting at fresh at 84%, and the audience score is actually 85%. So for once, uh, critics and audience are pretty much in, agree- in agreement with how the show is with, with how the show is being received. Um, some of these positive reviews of you can't just keep the good and discard the bad; you have to live with both. Um, that's not really a review. I'm not sure why they put it. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Here's one from Brian Tallarico from RogerEver.com. It's proof that a show can be clever and fun, but still feel like it's lacking that something extra that takes a program from good to great. And I would definitely agree with that because it's not something that it's not like those life changing series, you know, but it's, it's very, very good though. It's, it's not perfect, but it's still, I think worth your time because you can finish it so quickly. And it's a very interesting story. I would say it's kind of like a, like an extended black mirror episode, but you, but you know, with, with more humor and of course it has Paul Rudd in it. So what else could you, you know, what else can you want? Um, let's see. In some ways it's a, it's a very modern comedy. It doesn't beat you over the head with its set pieces and its characters are far from caricatures. That's from Catherine G on the daily Tele- telegraph. Um, Rudd exceed, exceeds the sum of his two parts here. He's terrific. That's from Vern Gay from Newsday. Um, this is from Susie Fia from the Financial Times. Paul Rudd brings a sprightly antagonism to the twin roles, but you can't help feeling that while the premise has promised, he's not well served by the script. Rudd is the main reason to keep watching. Fortunately, it's a good one. And again, the main reason you, you should be here is for Paul Rudd and watching his his performance. And, you know, just over the last... He's, he's always been my favorite sim, all the way dating back to... Uh, to like um, knocked up, you know, even when he was just like a side character there. But he's always been one of my favorites in whatever role he's been playing. And of course, he had Anchor Anchorman as well. He was very, very, very funny in that role too. But um, he is just kind of he, he's in his element here, and he was perfectly cast for for this role. It wasn't written for him um, necessarily, but it's it, it may as well it may as well have been. So yeah, that's uh, what I wanted to. Those few things I just wanted to point out as far as living with yourself. It's on Netflix right now. Uh, like I said, it's only eight episodes long, and uh, the episodes aren't very long at all. So you can get to it pretty quickly. If, you, if you've watched it or once you watch it, please let me know how you feel. And I would love to hear you guys' feedback. And uh, let me know what you guys think. So, yeah, that's it for this week's episode of Wait For Wednesday. Again, guys, we appreciate all the support. It's It's been fantastic. We have some some other cool stuff down the uh, coming down the line. Eric and I are currently trying to put our studio together so we can start bringing you like videos and, and live live streams and just being able to interact with you guys more and you know everything that you guys have done with us thus far, uh, done for us thus far. It's been great. We really appreciate it, guys. All right. Well, that's it for me, man. Uh, I'm Phil Smith, aka Phil the Filipino. You can find me there at uh, uh, on Twitter, Phil the Filipino, F I L I. P-I-N-O. I'll see you guys next time. Remember, you can get all the news and info that you need. It's going to be right here, and you don't even have to wait for it. See you next time. This is the Wait For It Podcast.
Thank you.